Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of The Transfer Experience. My name is Brian Lim, and I'm joined with my co-host... Angelina, or Lena. <laughs> I, I wonder if I've ever dropped my actual name on here. Have you? I don't know. <laughs> so that was, your, that was the first reveal, now everybody knows who you are. I swear, I must have done it at one point. But anyways, <laughs> I'm the other co-host. Yeah, so today's episode is all about gratitude. <laughs> okay. No, I actually like gratitude. Gra- gratitude? You like that word? It's, I don't know why it reminds me of cat. Gra- gr- cat- Gratitude. <laughs> I'm not seeing it, but I'm going to try to. It's 8 a.m., folks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, our this week at school, the theme is gratitude. And I just wanted to make this episode a really casual conversation about what we're thankful for. Um, just give us a chance to kind of like think about how far we've come and who made it possible. So... Hopefully, while you're listening to us talk about, like, all the people we love and all the things that we've experienced in our life, you'll also take a step back and think about, wow, there's a lot of people that I owe thanks to. Yeah, and also, the week that we're recording this is week seven. This is going to come out week eight. And I just think it's, like, for me, it's a big motivator to go back to my roots or, like, the things that I'm grateful for and those things. Just like we like um, we did Vision Board Day, right, um, in the center. And I think these little these little moments, these little reminders for ourselves are really, it's really good for me at least to keep myself motivated. Like, oh, okay, this is what I'm doing this for. These are the people that I'm doing this for. And I'm also at the end of the day doing this for myself. So, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like my biggest motivator um, when I'm thinking about just people I'm grateful towards is my parents. So they're immigrants that um, fled the, the country of Cambodia way back in the Cold War. And during those times, they had nothing. Um, they were fleeing this country that was going through genocide and they didn't have any contact with their family back at home. So when they went to America, they really had like nothing there. And somehow they managed to build themselves up and really live the American dream. And because of them, I'm given a lot of opportunities like wealth, privilege, the ability to go to school in a great country. And yeah, if it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't even be here. Uh, I say they're a really great source of motivation because they're very stereotypical like tiger Asian parents where totally get on your case if you don't do well in school. Granted, like I didn't do well in school early on, but as I grew as a person and an adult, I kind of understood like why they were training me to be a good student and why it was important to like be, be ready once you become an adult because they didn't have a chance to do that when they fled here as, as young adults slash teenagers. So knowing that I have a very different upbringing than they do and that, that kind of just makes me feel like I have more expectations for myself and I need to do better, um, not just for myself, but also for the rest of my family, like my little brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I, I think going off of that too, I'm also grateful to my mom and my sister um, and even my dad, even though we're not that close. Um, it's all a learning lesson, um, but my mom made like tremendous sacrifices for me to be here. My mom was a single mother, uh, had children very, very young. I'm not even the oldest. So, and she had me at like 21. So right now I'm 23. My mom would have already had two kids around the age of two years old each. So I'm really grateful for all the things that she did um, for me to be here today. Even like the schools that she put me in, the path that she set me on, even if it wasn't always um, the most like structured, you know how you say like your parents were very like um, on your case? Yeah. My mom was more on my case. Like she didn't want me to be like running the streets basically. Right. So because my mom lived a very different lifestyle than I did. And I think she saw the cycle in her family of women having children young and being young mothers and teen mothers and not going to college and 
living, you know, working t- 10 times as harder to get to where they are in the future, right? She saw that cycle and um, I'm just really grateful that she did everything she could to break it and like me and my sister both work all the time to try and remind her of that. And even my older sister who was like almost like a second mom to me when my mom wasn't around because my mom had to work a lot. So I'm really grateful to her as well. Um, my mom is, on, or my sister is almost on my case more than my mom because <laughs> my sister was the one who like, she, she was the one who almost helped me skip a grade because she would like let me read through her textbooks. She's the one, why, she's the reason why I'm so good at math. Well, awesome. Yeah. You, you almost skipped a grade? <laughs> yeah, I almost skipped the fifth grade. I know, I know. That's kind of <laughs> crazy. Or I think I almost skipped the fourth grade. Whenever I hear people skipping grades, like, I just immediately think, like, whoa, this person is, like, a genius or something. No. I mean, to be fair, I, I almost skipped the fourth grade because it was, like, the beginning of fourth grade, and it was, like, a fourth, fifth grade combo class. And then the summer before that grade, that fourth grade year I was in, my sister let me borrow her, her fifth grade textbook, math textbook. And we didn't really have cable. We didn't yeah, – I grew up with a single mom, so we didn't have, like – a bunch of luxuries or toys or anything but we had this text textbook that my sister forgot to return at the, the beginning of summer <laughs> so my sister was like you know we're little she likes to, we like to play teacher and stuff that was cool to us and i was always a student even though i wanted to be teacher but <laughs> in the end it kind of worked out because i ended up being kind of good at math <laughs> yeah <laughs> like textbook. i had in math it really changed your life directory huh yeah well it's, i never skipped the grade <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because my teacher was on board and my mom was on board but the principal was like Oh, what about, like, her social, like, it's going to affect, like, her social life or something. Like, what's going to happen when That's her friends true, yeah. are 16? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I still didn't, I still don't care. Looking back, I would have skipped it. <laughs> I would yeah, I didn't think about, like, the even the possibility of skipping a grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the teacher was just like, whoa, this person's, like, way too big brain for fifth grade. Like, we got we to gotta move her up a bit. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I uh, yeah, I like, <laughs> that thing. I'm just thing. grateful that, you know, I had people, like, and I'm the youngest, right? So I, I was definitely very, like, I wouldn't say coddled, but I was I was very protected, like, by my mom and my sister. And they care a lot about me, and they care a lot for my safety. Even now as a 23-year-old, I get calls, and they're always helping me out. And it's not easy doing this. I'm the first one to go to college. Yeah. Like, my sister went for, like, a sem- My older sister went for, like, a semester and then dropped out because it just wasn't for her, right? College isn't always for everyone. But I'm the first one to, like, kind of see it to the end. And it's scary <laughs> doing it by yourself or feeling like you're doing it by yourself. But I'm really grateful to my mom and my sister who who make it a priority to, to help me through this and, you know, help me make my dreams come true. When you were going through school, like, how do you feel like your uh, parents helped you out other than, you know, helping you almost give a grade? <laughs> I would say my mom mostly. I, I'm not going to lie. I was a pretty, like, I really loved school. Like, I always say this, like, to anyone ever like whenever someone would ask me like what I wanted to be when I grew up I was like I would do school forever like if I could just because I really love to learn and I think I'm grateful to my mom and my sister because they they embedded that in me so young of like learning and like reading like even when, I remember when I used to get in trouble or like did something naughty or whatever my mom would make me like read the dictionary and then she'd be like okay what does this word mean oh, <laughs> yeah. whoa she would test you yeah she would test me <laughs> so, like all the anxiety. A's and then the B's <laughs> but I, I'm just grateful that they, they made learning and education, like, such a high priority for me because, like I said, my mom grew up in a different kind of lifestyle where it was very much, I guess, traditional nuclear family lifestyle. Like, the woman is supposed to have babies and be the mother and not really go to college and the man is supposed to be the breadwinner. Like, that's the way my mom was raised and that's the way she was expected to live her life. And I think the fact that she... She never really said that that was a bad thing and I don't think it's a bad thing either to have, like, the nuclear 
family or whatever, but she never made it like, okay, this is what you're going to do. This is what you have to do. This is what you're going to be. Because I think she saw those, how that negatively affected herself. And I'm just really grateful that she didn't put that pressure on me. And she always said like, I don't care what you do, like whatever you want to be, like as long as you're happy, I will help, like I'm going to support you. And I'm just really grateful that I had a parent like that. And uh, I don't know, I just can't really rave enough about my mom. <laughs> no, that's great. That's that's really sweet. That's, that's awesome that um, you're so thankful for your mom to have like the freedom yeah. and stuff. For, for me, like I also feel like I had a lot of freedom mm-hmm. for my parents, just like in terms of like freedom to even dream about stuff. Because my, mm-hmm. my mom and dad, like they managed to get these high-end jobs my dad in particular had an engineering job in space and that's why like I'm so crazy about like NASA and space and stuff like that it's because of him so um I I guess I could say that I found my love of technology through that Mm. and and also they never expected me to like be the best or like even be an astronaut like that was a dream that I came up with on my own um all they really cared about was that I was confident enough to survive Mm -hmm. which you know I'm, I'm working I'm working towards that I'm working there but um, yeah, I wouldn't even have that, that drive or even like that need to care if it weren't for them. All right, let's put family talk on the shelf for now. Uh, another group of people that I like to give my thanks to are my friends. Uh, I'll start off with my TTP friends. So um, <laughs> I'm thankful to be able to work at TTP, first of all. Um, like this is a great gig. And through that, I've been able to meet like a whole bunch of different people. Like I feel like this is a really person job because you're mm-hmm. constantly interacting with like not just your mentees, but your fellow mentors, um, Lupe as like a supervisor, um, all the staff. Like, there's honestly like a pretty big cast of characters in our little um, little company here. Yeah, I was just um, I was just expressing my gratitude towards CTP or like towards I guess the center too, or working at the center. Is um, I was talking to someone about public speaking and how I used to be terrified of public speaking, like. In high school, I, I used to have anxiety attacks, even like if I had to, I remember I was in a photography class and I had to show my pictures. I didn't even have to talk. They were just going to go over my pictures in class, like in a shared drive. And I was scared of like people seeing my work or like even being acknowledged or seen or anything. And I think I talked about this in a different episode, how I always had like this phobia of being perceived. Yeah. <laughs> Not a phobia, but I was scared. <laughs> but I used to have such a fear of public speaking and I feel like it got a little bit better at my CC when I became a tutor. Because I would just have to talk to random people with different questions every day. But I think once I started working here, like at the transfer center, everything just like, the public speaking skills have, they, they still need work, right? They're, it's never, I don't think I'm ever going to be a perfect public speaker. But from where I was like five years ago, maybe, like, I'm very grateful that I that I have this job that allows me to to practice this skill, not just in general, but like around people that I'm comfortable with. And I think that's a really good place to start, too. I mean, this isn't really about public speaking, but <laughs> a pro tip, like, if you could, like, learn how to public speak around the people that you're comfor- comfortable with, then it's easier, for me at least, to talk to people or do it in front of people that I don't know. Like, when we did, I did, um, I co-hosted Engineering's, Engineers Got Talent, which yeah. was a talent show we did. It was a really cool event. There was a lot of people there, <laughs> quite a few, and I had to, like, MC, and I feel like that was, like, one of my first times being like, oh, okay, I think I, I'm okay, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna... You know, the world's not going to cave in. I'm, I don't need to have a panic attack over this. But there was a time when I definitely did. And I'm very grateful that I had, again, these opportunities and this work, this job to help me with that. Yeah, I feel like the talent show was so much fun. And I totally get you when you say that, like, public speaking is a lot easier when you're with people you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just, just like the idea of karaoke for me is like a really good example. Like, I'm really weird when it comes to karaoke. But like, 
I refuse to sing in front of people if I'm just not feeling it or if I'm like at a random party and I don't know the people like I don't want to sing karaoke in front of these people mm-hmm. but like I'm if I'm with like my friends or like people that I've known and I joke around with like it's just so much easier like kind of getting into like that social fluidity yeah I, and I think a lot of it's just like you know them you can joke around with them and yeah. just have fun which is I guess harder when it comes to people that you don't like attach to as readily I guess bringing it back to, like, that idea of gratitude is, like, I'm also, like you were saying, I'm grateful to my friends as well, and, like, the people I've met, not just this center, but, like, at UCR, at my community college, everyone, just for making those spaces comfortable for me, because I wouldn't have been able to grow if I didn't have people who were willing to to be nice to me when I failed epically. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I have failed epically, <laughs> but I'm very grateful to the people who, who um, you know, accept me as I am flaws and everything <laughs> that, that's such a good point yeah I'm, I'm also very thankful because like I feel like the people who have to be around me on a daily basis have to deal with a lot so like for you like thank you <laughs> for, for, for everybody else who you know meets me all, all day like thank you for dealing with me I know it can be difficult sometimes so just just having someone who I guess understands the difficulties like you said like mm-hmm. it can it can really change like your outlook on on life really and like your day-to-day like activities um and and then like another another group of people that i wanted to give a shout out to are my friends outside of school so um i've i've been in school for a while my friends outside of school know that so they're all really hyped that i'm about to be graduating soon and and yeah like we, we we've just been keeping each other sane they've been keeping me sane at least and and having like just just time away from school and like being able to have fun like as as like a break time is really helpful yeah, I'm definitely grateful for the friends that I have at home. I don't really feel like I have a lot of friends back at home, like in Ventura, just because I was so shy. Like, I, I was so, so shy. I only kept, like, I made, like, one friend in, like, the third grade, and that was my friend, like, for the rest of time. Is that a ride-or-die situation? <laughs> the ride-or-die. They do say if you've been friends with someone for more than 10 years, they'll be your lifelong friend. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we've already <laughs> well hit that. I'm not going <laughs> to even say <laughs> how many years past 10 <laughs> But um, I'm definitely grateful for for my friends back home and just I'm even grateful for like the what do you call it like schoolyard friends the playground friends that I used to have like back oh. in my apartments like we didn't I didn't really grow up in like the nicest neighborhoods like I grew up in like good neighborhoods but they weren't like the the cheaper end of the neighborhood and I'm just really grateful for all the friends I made like in all the apartment complexes condos I lived in <laughs> all those different areas. You know, it was a fun time walking to and from the bus stop, like knowing that there was always someone to like walk me there, walk me home. It was just really fun. So those are your neighbors then? Yeah. Essentially. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't really get along with my neighbors. I shouldn't say that I I don't get along with them. (laughs) No, uh, I'm making it sound way more malicious than it actually is. You're like throwing things over the fence. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've been binge watching these news videos of the worst neighbors ever, oh, but really? no, it's it's not like that. Um, it, <laughs> what I meant to say is that I never had like that that close relationship, I guess, mm. that you would have with your neighbors. Yeah. Like for me, like I always felt that that was more like with my parents. Like mm. my parents had a relationship with them because there weren't really that many young people. Um, just like at least like door to door. I would I will say though at the bus stop, um, one of my best friends ever is uh, this girl named Yvette, and like we just grew up with each other, like going to the bus together, mm-hmm. and and sometimes relationships like that carry over. And for me, like I'm thankful because Yvette's like my best friend, mm-hmm. and she's just one of those people that won't judge you for anything, and yeah, I'm glad to have her in my life. Yeah, aren't those like 
childhood friends the best? Because so, it comes off, like, it starts off, like, uh, in such innocence, and, like, then you just, the world starts to unravel around Oh, yeah, you. oh, yeah. <laughs> I think mean, there's different flavors, too, to the childhood friend. <laughs> like, you have, like, the best friend, the one that you've known since forever. You have, like, the troublemaker. The menace. The menace, yeah. <laughs> there is a menace in my neighborhood. Oh, man. <laughs> It's not me, I swear. Are you sure? I was getting some thoughts there. All right, and then last last thoughts on people. Um, I'm thankful for the friends that I have in class. So um, this quarter, I'm taking a lot of group project classes. And uh, I've been really lucky in that uh, for one of my uh, group projects, or actually for, for both of them, like I, I'm able to take that class with uh, some buddies. So having people that you know in the group project is great because like, you can trust them to do the work when you want them to. Um, you'll know they're, they're going to do their best. Uh, so, you know, it's a given, like, plus it's like just fun, like working on stuff with your friends, like yeah. doing a cool project together. I think it's like, as like all computer science majors, you know, like it's, it's just fun, like developing with each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then on top of that, like meeting new people is also great. So I think we've talked about this on the podcast a couple of times, but people at UC are, are, are unnaturally friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Or at least yes. most of the people I've met. I've met, a, like, maybe, like, with two or three exceptions. But, like, for the most part, like, everybody here is, like, really down to just kind of get to know each other and, like, have fun with, like, whatever we're doing. Yeah. Like, I, I can't speak for, like, all of UCR, but, like, for every space that I've gotten for UCR is has just been very, very welcoming. Like, especially as, like I said, like, a, a, a retired shy person. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, okay, not to beat a dead horse or anything but like when I had my moment of courage and then walked into Chicano student programs like everyone was just so nice like oh like there's this program for you there's this thing for you to do and then even when I like I um I joined ship and I I messaged in the discord and this is actually funny I still um when I messaged in the discord for ship the log is still there (laughs) and you can still see the message that I sent and it's actually so funny but I, I don't know where it's at anymore anyways it's just (laughs) <laughs> I cringe at it now, but I'm just grateful that people were so nice to me, and I've always had, I keep, I keep continue to have those experiences at UCR. Oh, that's great. I hope you keep doing that because you have like what like a year or two left. Um, like a year. Okay. Like a, year. a year of meeting new people. I know. Wait, I want to see if I can find this. The the log. Yeah, okay. here it is. It goes. Here's what I said. This is such a tangent, but it should, I just find it so funny, and maybe to normalize your experience. <laughs> My first, the first thing I said to, to try and join ship, I messaged in the Discord. I said, so I am pretty new to ship. I was wondering if anyone can share how they became more involved with it, question mark. Like, <laughs> did you just start attending meetings slash socials, or was there more of a process that you had to go through? <laughs> question mark. And then, I won't say their name, but the, my, the person who, a board member who I would soon be elected to take the position of, responded to me. So I was like, oh, like, what Whoa. a weird coinkadink. <laughs> but... Um, Anyways, <laughs> your predecessor basically—they basically handpicked you to become like yeah their successor. I look back at it now and I was like, I guess just pro tip to anyone wa- listening, not watching, but you don't have to be like a super official person to just show up to the meetings. <laughs> like Brian said, like the people at UCR, at least are like the ones that I've met, the ones that Brian has talked about, have just been super nice. You don't have to ask <laughs> the way I did, because <laughs> I look back at that and I'm like, why did I do that? No, but it worked out so gr- worked so out. well. Now, out. now you have their position and you, you took it over, basically. <laughs> uh, Anyways. But yeah, like the 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 people I was talking about in my project. Um, what what's cool about my senior design project is that it was totally made up of like a hodgepodge of random people. So a former classmate, and then from from his like social circle, like 
his friend, and then we picked up more people along the way, and now it's like a group of people who just like love video games and, and want to make cool. something cool. Yeah. So that that's it. I just want to talk about that project in particular. Now we can go on to, I guess, like the the last parts of the outline, which is um, things that we're grateful for. So just, just in general, like bullet points of like things we're grateful for. Um, mm -hmm. For me, I'm grateful that I'm just graduating. Like, yes, I, I'm happy that I'm, I'm able to like finish off my my years at school. Um, I think I'm coming along eight years. I, uh, I finished high school in 2015, spent quite some time in community college, and now it's just over. And I'm, I'm enjoying the last few like <laughs> weeks I have at UCR. Um, oh, it's a melancholy feeling because like I do want to experience more. I, I do want to get to know like the people that I've met this, this quarter because I have met like a bunch of awesome new people. But, um, you know, all, th all good things come to an end. And I'm happy to just finally move on to a, a, a new stage in my life. Uh, and then, like, I'll, I'll do, like, three more, like, little bullet points. So I'm, I'm also glad that I even had the opportunity to go to UCR. We were talked about people, but I feel like just, like, being able to walk around and see all this green is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, it really lifts my mood up. And then I'm also grateful to have uh, a job at school. And, and one last thing on my, on my list I'm grateful for my, my community college. So big shout out to Narco College. I freaking love you guys. Uh, <laughs> I did spend four or four or five years with you guys. So like you know, I have to if I. <laughs> I'm just crazy at this point, but but yeah, like I felt like I did a lot of my growing um, mm. during my time in community college. I was like the worst like student ever, and and I managed to like kind of dig myself out of that pit. And then from a social standpoint too, like I feel like, I feel like as a person, I would not be as like socially engaged extroverted or even willing to like apply for jobs or like go to school and stuff like that if I didn't go to community college first so I feel like it straightened me out and kind of readied me towards uh going to this four year and that's it for me do you have uh, anything that you're grateful to yeah um I'm also grateful for my community college for a lot of reasons and a lot of the same reasons that you stated as well um but I guess one that I want to focus on is I'm grateful that um my community college was also a place for me to grow too so like not just academically, but like um, socially, um, I don't want to say professionally because I, I got out of there without a LinkedIn or anything, <laughs> but I think I, 2000, because I graduated in 2018 from high school, and from 2018 to 2021, my three years at my CC, I just, it was so awesome because all throughout my, my grade school, I really was just going through school like I was doing good in school not really for myself but just so that I could have good grades and that I could maybe set myself up for the future but I didn't really have any like big dreams like people would ask me what I wanted to be and like I said I would just be like can I just be a student forever like I didn't really have like a plan or like I, I didn't have like a super like niche thing that I, I wanted to to be or was interested in and I'm very grateful that I actually realized that like my senior year of high school and that's what when I started to be like okay you know I think I'm gonna go to community college because I cannot afford to spend um like two years at a university doing like general eds trying to figure it out like I, that's just too much pressure to put on myself to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life you know with all this um you know tuition you have to pay for or whatever so I'm really grateful that my CC was just there like it was my CC was literally across the street from my high school like people used to take classes at my community college from my high school for cr extra credits yeah. Um, but I'm just really grateful that it was there and that 
when I started going there and like there was no pressure to like learn like I really there was nothing no one or anything in the world telling me to go to classes like it, it all had to come from me and I think that was the most like liberating feeling ever because I just started taking like any random class <laughs> I took an art class I took a philosophy class I took I continued to take math which I think kind of solidified like my my love for it and I was like okay the fact that I'm taking math when I don't have to take math like I want math is going to be somewhere in my life and I just didn't realize it was more of the the problem solving algorithm aspect of math that would come to play when I found computer science and I had always had um, an interest in computer science but I never really felt like I could be a computer scientist like I just didn't see myself as someone who who did that like computer science was for other people not me and like once I took my first class and then I don't know I just it was so challenging and it was so fun and it was it did have like a math component to it like the algorithm problem solving you know the stress <laughs> but I'm really grateful that my CC a lot like gave me that space to, to really grow and grow in my passions and my dreams really and so um, and then also I'm grateful to UCR for kind of developing those dreams and helping me like helping me to see that okay like I can be a computer scientist why not like why did I ever think that you know and it was just kind of like this kind of going back to our um, revisiting imposter syndrome episode I had this like really deficit mindset going into computer scientists like or going into computer science thinking like okay that's not for me but I think going to UCR having so much help like with the professional development coordinators and everything and going to conferences and all this seeing people who were computer scientists who I in my head even had these like thoughts like oh I'm not a computer scientist this person looks like me like we're not, this isn't for us seeing that and being exposed to that and having opportunities to be exposed to that at UCR just really kind of solidified like okay I could do this and I'm very 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 grateful for that because that's not how I felt like even like three or two, almost like two and a half years ago so so I'm another just, life-changing event huh yeah. I know we're, we're a little short on time um but that's awesome that like you, you wouldn't have been a computer scientist if you didn't like find that passion in, mm. in like community college so yeah. go Lena's community college do you want to give them a oh, shout yeah. out too shout out to Ventura County Community College VCC VC VC what was your mascot <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it up <laughs> <laughs> uh, just give me a second I think Are the pirates Ours was a Bronco, by the way. No, it wasn't. It was a Mustang. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always got that wrong, even when I was going there. Ventura College. Ventura College. Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> it doesn't say. Here, I'll, I'll look it up on my laptop. Community College mascot. Unless they pirates. just don't it have one. Pirate. It's Pirates? Okay. Yes, I knew it. Okay, it's the Pirates, yeah. I just yeah. wasn't sure because we, like, all of our schools, even our, like, grade schools are, like, the Buccaneers, the there's like bulldogs, and then you have the pirates, cougars. It's always yeah, it's always animals or like just like criminals, huh? Yeah, yeah. I remember our, our my middle school one was really weird. I can't remember. I can't remember right now. Like it was a name that no one everyone was like, what is that? Ours was a knight. It was pretty. Oh, it was pretty cool, cool, even though it was such a bad. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. Let me um, for one last thing before we end the podcast. I know we only have like negative 10 minutes left but uh i want (laughs) i want to practice a little bit of self-gratitude um just because i think self-affirming things to yourself is like really important and helps you with your confidence so i am very grateful that 
I made the decision to go to school because after high school, I don't think I really had the motivation or like I didn't know why I would even like bother because I thought I was like not going to amount to anything. I don't think my parents would have let that happen. But for me, at least in my mindset, I didn't think I I had anywhere to go in life. But I took the decision to go to community college and then I'm finishing out right now. And I feel like I, I grew so much as a person. I don't think I would survive in the real world if you just plopped. 18 year old Brian Lim out of high school into into like the workforce you know that that would not have like gone well so I'm glad that I made the decision to go to school I'm glad that I did my homework early this week so I don't have to worry about it in the next couple of days and I'm really glad I went to Mother's Day uh last weekend I got some dim sum with my mom hmm. yeah um I am grateful let me think that I went to the gym this morning. <laughs> I was really jealous. I didn't go to the gym last night. <laughs> I I want to go to the gym more, and this is, like, my first time back in, like, a couple weeks, and I am I just felt so good afterwards. I, 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 I usually, I prefer to go in the morning, and we're recording this in the morning for those who are listening. Um, so, and I haven't really had the time to, just because I had midterms. I had, like, three midterms last week that I was um, kind of studying very, very hard for, waking up at the crack of dawn to go study again. And um, just having that extra time this week, I'm very, very grateful for it because last week I was stressed to the max. Um, yeah, and I'm just grateful I had that extra time to just de-stress. And I've had more time to sleep. Grateful for that because I love sleeping. And I'm grateful that I'm feeling pretty healthy today. Like, um, I unfortunately couldn't go home for Mother's Day. I wasn't feeling well. So um, I'm going to go this week, though. But um, I'm grateful that now I feel okay. All right, then. Thank you, Lena, for giving us your thanks to yourself. And thank you, Brian, for giving us your thanks to yourself. <laughs> thank you for thanking me for giving your thanks. <laughs> thank you for thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's the end of the Transfer Experience podcast on gratitude. I've been Brian Lim. And I'm Angelina. Wait, I, I don't know how to. <laughs> 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 and, and, and we are ending the podcast. Thank you.